You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Pursuing an ambitious agenda for achieving self-reliance in the defense manufacturing sector. India on Wednesday slapped an import ban on 98 weapons and systems including futuristic infantry combat vehicles, shipborne unmanned aerial systems, medium-range precision kill systems, a variety of ammunition, radars, sensors, and equipment for fighter jets, maritime surveillance planes, warships, helicopters, and tanks. The fifth positive indigenization list released by Defence Minister Rajnath Singh, takes the number of major defence items placed under an import ban during the last three years to 509. Singh released the list at the Navy's Innovation and Indigenization Seminar, Swavlamban 2023. The list lays special focus on import substitution of components of major systems, besides important platforms, weapon systems, sensors and munitions, which are being developed and likely to translate into firm orders in the next 5 to 10 years, the Defence Ministry said in a statement. The list has been prepared by the Department of Military Affairs. In his address, Navy Chief Admiral Ahari Kumar said Atmanir Bharata was no longer merely an economic imperative but a strategic necessity. Dependence on others for one's defense needs is a strategic vulnerability that must be overcome, Kumar said. The Supreme Court on Wednesday asked the Enforcement Directorate, ED, to explain why the Aam Admi Party, AAP, which, according to the Federal Anti-Money Laundering Agency, is the main beneficiary of alleged irregularities in the Delhi Excise Policy 2021-22 was not made an accused in the case in which former Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia, among others, is facing trial. The observation by the court came while hearing appeals filed by Sisodia, seeking bail in separate cases being investigated by ED and the Central Bureau of Investigation, CBI, related to alleged irregularities in the policy. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti said, We need clarity on this issue that as far as the money laundering offence is concerned, he, Sisodia, is named as one of the beneficiaries. Your whole case is that the political party is said to have benefited from this. But they are not accused. How do you answer that? The matter was posted again for hearing on 5th October for Ed to respond. The comment by the bench came at a time when Sisodia's lawyers, senior advocate Abhishek Manu Singhvi and advocate Vivek Jain, were on the verge of completing their submissions. Ed, led by additional Solicitor General, S.V. Raju, will give its response on Thursday. Observing that a Hindu marriage was not valid without Saptabdi, taking rounds around the sacred fire, and other ceremonies, the Allahabad High Court quashed the entire proceedings of a complaint case where the husband had sought punishment for his estranged wife, alleging that she had solemnized second marriage without obtaining divorce from him. 
allowing the petition filed by Smriti Singh, Justice Sanjay Kumar Singh observed, it is well settled that the word solemnize means, in connection with the marriage, to celebrate the marriage with proper ceremonies and in due form. Unless the marriage is celebrated or performed with proper ceremonies and due form, it cannot be said to be solemnized. If the marriage is not a valid marriage, according to the law applicable to the parties, it is not a marriage in the eyes of law. The Saptabdi ceremony under the Hindu law is one of the essential factors to constitute a valid marriage but the said evidence is lacking in the present case. The court also relied on Section 7 of Hindu Marriage Act, 1955, which provides that a Hindu marriage may be solemnized in accordance with the customary rites and ceremonies of either party thereto. Secondly, such rites and ceremonies include the Saptabdi, that is, the taking of seven steps by the bridegroom and the bride jointly around the sacred fire which makes the marriage complete and binding when the seventh step is taken. Multiple government agencies and scientific expeditions red flagged the vulnerability of Lonak Lake in North Sikkim to a glacial lake outburst flood, GLOF, for at least a last decade, documents accessed by HT Show. On Wednesday, flash floods that originated from the lake coast through the river Tista, causing widespread damage downstream, destroying the 1,200-megawatts Tista Orja Dam, and leaving at least 11 dead and over 120 people missing. A report compiled by the Sikkim State Disaster Management Authority SSDMA, in 2019 notes that in 2013, scientists from the National Remote Sensing Center in Hyderabad reported that the Lonak Lake at a height of 5,245 meters above sea level, was highly vulnerable to a GLOF event, which had the ability to cause extensive damage to life and property in downstream areas. It warned of the possibility of flash floods with important infrastructure such as dams and powerhouses susceptible to damage. Townships like Chungathang, Dikshu, Singatam, Rangpo are vulnerable. Loss of life and property likely, it said. That report mentioned that over the years, several field expeditions had studied the problem. The first such was in August 2014 by a team from the Snow and Avalanche Study Establishment, SEAS, and Sikkim Department of Science and Technology and Climate Change and other stakeholders which reiterated the threat of devastation and asked for a mitigation management plan and suggested siphoning as a short-term measure. The Aam Admi Party AAP, on Wednesday launched a blistering broadside at the Bharatiya Janata Party BJP, after the Enforcement Directorate ed, arrested parties Rajya Sabha MP Sanjay Singh in connection with the agency's investigation into alleged irregularities in the implementation of Delhi Excise Policy linking the action to the BJP's growing desperation ahead of the next year's Lok Sabha elections. Singh, 51, was arrested after nearly day-long questioning at his North Avenue residence. And an officer said that Singh was arrested under Prevention of Money Laundering Act, PMLA, 
for allegedly playing a key role in getting favors for himself and certain businessmen through his aides by influencing the now scrap policy. We have found robust evidence which reveals that Sanjay Singh benefited from the excise policy through his aides. He was not cooperating in the probe since the beginning, the officer said asking not to be named. Singh, the most prominent political voice of the AAP both inside and outside the parliament, is the second leader from the Delhi's ruling party to be arrested in the excise policy probe. Then Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia was arrested by the Central Bureau of Investigation in the same case in February. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Listener.